Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. This week, we have the privilege of welcoming, welcoming back, uh, for the third time now, uh, Mason Alcabellas, uh, preparing, uh, not for his pro debut, but uh, for his first uh, primetime uh, pro fight. Uh, Mason, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to be back. Yes, sir. Big Daddy Mace. Uh, super excited. I mean, obviously, we've been following your career, you know, making your way uh, up up to, to get to, to the pro level, had your pro fight, and then now they have you on the XFC 44, which is uh, scheduled for March 27th. I know they had to push that back from February. Um, yeah. So I get. I, did you get added to that after they changed the date, or, or was this a, is this like a longer camp for you? Um, they hit me up like – three weeks before it was originally supposed to happen, but they t- did tell me that it was going to get pushed back. So I already knew that uh, I was going to have more than more than enough time to train for it. Um, I just signed the contract like two weeks ago, but I've, mm. I've known about the fight for about five weeks now, five, six weeks. So I got a good uh, solid eight weeks to train for the fight, which is nice because all my amateur fights, I was getting like 10 days. Oh wow! Weeks max, yeah. Is it weird having to kind of keep it a secret for like the first time, really, for sitting on for three weeks? Is it weird to not be able to go to social media? Or I mean, I imagine you kind of can tell certain people around you, but uh, or the people around you know. But uh, any kind of raps or anything on that? Do they tell you to keep quiet before you could announce it? Uh, no, they didn't tell me to keep quiet. Um, it just took a while for the contract to come, but uh, we both sides agreed a while back and. And uh, I've known and my, my team has known for a while. So I'm just excited to get back in there and, and, and do it again. It's been it's been like a year since my pro debut. So and that's not even because of like injuries or anything. It's just because of COVID and yeah, all that. Haven't been able to get fights. And but here we are. So, you know, it's funny about that event. I mean, the, the promotion you're going to with Extreme Fighting Championships they're uh they uh one of the things they said during their initial broadcast because they were the first one that did something during covid with limited fans in attendance and and obviously now with the they they have to deal with nbc sports um your opponent fought on that card uh austin bashy yeah he he fought on that last card and um i don't know i mean i'd have to rewatch the the uh the airing again but it seems like they're already high on the on this kid, and he's getting the uh, a push. Um, I don't know how much they like how they found you to to face him, but are you getting that kind of uh, win? I know you don't really focus on that stuff because you're focused on your training, but you know, leading up to this, when you're seeing the posters and stuff like that, they, I know they tweeted out the photo making the announcement last week or a week, two weeks ago. Uh, what, what what what's the vibe you're getting from from as far as how the 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 whole thing is being pushed. Are you considered the underdog in this just because they, they, he was there first? Uh, probably. I think he's definitely earned his, uh, his spot there because he's got his chance to prove it. Um, but XFC hasn't seen me fight. They don't know who I am. Mm. My manager, Chris, is the one that got me this fight. And uh, yeah, the spotlight's on him for now. But after March 27th, it's going to be right back on me. As far as the matchup goes, how do you, you know, 
style-wise, you know, you're pretty much a complete mixed martial artist from what I've witnessed and seen you train and stuff. I mean, it's grappling, kickboxing, the combination. I, I feel like he's way more wrestling-based. Um, are, are you feeling kind of the sprawling ball, keep it on the hand, keep it on the feet, look for the knockout? Uh, what, what, I mean, what, how do you see the matchup unfolding? Uh, yeah, he's definitely uh, going to be looking for the takedown. Um, and all the fights I've seen him, that's where he shines. He gets the takedown, and he gets on top, and he controls his opponents. But I don't think he's fought anyone that can wrestle and scramble like I can. He fought a good jiu-jitsu guy in his last fight, but um, I'm not going to sit on bottom and, and play jiu-jitsu with him. I'm going to stuff his head and get back up to the feet and and uh, land my land my punches and elbows and try and keep it there but i'm also not afraid to wrestler wrestle i'm a good wrestler as well so if it goes to the ground i'm not uh not scared of that fight either so so what's the uh what's the deal with the i mean i i really because they don't put it they haven't put out like the clarification on, on what the young guns is and I, I know uh, you probably don't know this part of it but when it does air because when they aired it on nbc sports that first event they actually featured the young guns at the top of that hour to show folks the the new and up and coming fighters. So, uh, I mean, uh, is that something that you know that you're? Are they going to do the same thing with you and him? And does this mean? I know you said well one contract, but does this mean that uh, are you kind of fighting for uh, more fights on another contract if you should you win? Yeah, um, Young Guns is something newer they're doing. This is actually the first event that they're holding that's all Young Guns fights. And uh, from what I believe, the Young Guns series is for all the pro fighters that have less than three fights. Hmm. And and then after that, they have their tournament series and all that. Um, but me and him are actually the co-main event, so that's going to be cool. Oh, wow. Um, and, the, and the whole card is all Young Guns, so... Yeah, I'm Did excited, you, and it's a, definitely a big opportunity in my second pro fight. Um, so, yeah, I after they did offer me a three-fight deal, but my manager didn't want me to sign it and get stuck with him and not be able to fight uh, anywhere else if I got offered. So we're going to take one fight at a time, and then um, my manager said that we'll probably go to Fury next in Texas. Mm. And that'll be on Fight Pass. So, just just whoever offers me a fight first is what I'm going to take. This being your second pro fight, now you had, you know, what like ten amateur fights, give or take one or two there. Um, yeah, I had I had thirteen. Thirteen. So you have you have like yeah. eight or nine listed. Um, you you had your first first pro fight uh, last February, and it was kind of the. I mean, don't take this as disrespectful, but it was kind of the California cage combat welcome to a professional fighter yeah you know um you you dominated your opponent finished it really quick uh was it still nice to kind of get that amateur tag off even though maybe not maybe not the most competitive bout now i didn't see the bout i just saw the results so i'm not trying to downplay your opponent but we we kind of know the history of california cage wars and explode fight series if we if we go deep into it uh just nice to get that off your your back though and, and be considered a pro yeah, definitely. Um, I've been trying to go pro for a long time, and my last amateur fight was back in October 2019, and it took like seven months to even get that fight. And it, it was nice to definitely get that on the record, but I also wasn't satisfied from it. Um, so this is kind of feeling more like a, a real pro debut, even though I've already had that. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for this one way more than I was excited for that debut. But it's definitely cool to have it out of the way and be labeled as a pro now. You're one and zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you're probably going to be really uh, impressed with everything. I've spoken to a couple of their fighters that are the, in the welterweight and lightweight tournaments already, and and you know they fought in other promotions, and it's, uh, one of them was in the UFC previously, and and. They all just they all just had a lot of positive things to say, you know, both on and off the record, just of how everything was handled. So um, with that being said, I mean, uh, with the because you mentioned how part of your uh, not inactivity, but not being able to fight was because of covid. I mean, so it's kind of like a blessing in disguise. You you have the extra time to prepare for this upcoming fight. But uh, was any of the downtime like kind of a detriment to your training? Like how hard was it for you to? maintain you know keep your blades sharp so to speak not at all actually um it actually helped because with covid and all i was unemployed for a majority of the year where i could just train full time and and that i was actually very beneficial to my career because i got a taste of what it would be like to be you know mm. at that top level and and just having to train and not work at all so if anything i got way better in the past year than than not so are you still are you still contesting? This is still going to be at one thirty five, according to the the poster they put out, right? Yeah, one thirty five. Okay. Um, I do plan on going down to flyweight eventually. Oh wow! Um, just because I I don't cut much weight to make thirty five at all. It's a very easy cut, and especially as a pro, thirty uh, fivers can get pretty big. So I do plan on going down, but it's got to be for the right fight and the right the right price. Yeah, you have to give up, give up that food, and uh, you know, yeah, you... I ain't doing that for free. No, no cage wars for that. <laughs> you, you, so you mentioned, I was, you know, to kind of piggyback off of uh, Ed's question, you know, I, I when obviously for the general public, when COVID hit, everything got locked down as far as going to the gym, as far as you know, stuff like that, without yeah. obviously trying to get people in trouble. You, so did you have to train? Was there ever a point where you had to like go to your garage for a month or were you able to pretty much backdoor the gym and, and, and be able to get what you needed done to, to stay, to stay sharp? I got lucky being on the pro team at Dan Henderson's. We, we shut down the, the gym to the public, but all the pros were able to still train. So it was, it was really cool. We just had the gyms to ourselves all day. Mm. We basically lived there, and it was just like 10, 10, 12 of us in there all day, just just grinding, no jobs, just just working and getting better. And uh, yeah, it was great. I I miss that. <laughs> and that becomes your bubble. That becomes yeah. your bubble because you're training with those people every day. You know, multiple times yeah. for hours a day. So that's good. Yeah, that's that's a good that's, advantage. That's pretty much the gist of like all the fighters I spoke to. I interviewed so many, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, everyone kind of either got their own, you know, unique. I mean, they, without realizing it was a bubble, and, and it, the the your group became a bubble. And then um, you know, it's either that or people were doing like you know, like uh, Matt said, backyard training, garage yeah. to basement training, stuff like that. So I'm wondering if. Um, for this for this fight, as far as like since you heard the news, since XFC made the announcement official, because I know I asked you about this one of the last times you were on, um, have how have you had to or have you felt the need to pick up your social media game at all and kind of like uh, you know promote like training footage things like that or just kind of you know share things a little more outside of 
outside of talking about fucking up avocados and stuff like that, because I know you and I yeah. have gone back and forth on Twitter about that, but I think that was like the last time I, I saw you tweet anything. Yeah, I, I'm more on Instagram now. Twitter's kind of like dying for me. I don't I don't tweet much. I just kind of go on there to, to read stuff and, and retweet other people's stuff. But um, I'm trying to focus more on Instagram. That seems to be where everyone's, you know, on and all the influencing is and stuff. So uh, just trying to build that up, try and post training videos and doing cool shit. But I think it's going to take more fights for me to to branch out there and get more people to recognize me and know who I am. Are people at the gym jealous that you actually got a fight scheduled? I wouldn't say jealous, but <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean though? Like yeah, you got, there's gotta be a lot to. of people chomping at the bit to get out there again. Yeah. Yeah. There's also been a few guys that have been able to get fights too, though. So um, obviously it's not very often lately, but, but yeah, I, I, just signed to a management company and that's what that's what really helped me because before then I wasn't getting any offers from anybody and then mm. I signed with management and three weeks later he's got me a fight so oh is it uh, is it anybody we've heard of or is it uh, or is he uh kind of not 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 well known like iridium or paradigm or one of those his name's Chris Lopez um, mm-hmm. he's a president of a top shelf sports group it's an up and coming management from from Texas. He's got a lot of uh, Texas fighters on his roster, and I'm actually the first uh, California fighter that he's got on his on his team. Nice, that's a good move. I mean, um, yeah. he's actually. I mean, it's smart, not for nothing. When you look at when you look at the situation and and fighters being able to or not being able to fight with everything that's happened, doing the one one fight per offer is actually a really wise move. Especially if you look at what happened with the pro, all the guys signed with the pro fight league. I mean, they missed a whole year of being able to compete when they could have. So yeah. you're, uh, you're in a really good spot now. And I think the timing couldn't be better. I mean, uh, um, I, I, I don't, you, you never strike me as someone that's obviously you fought a lot. You don't strike me as someone that, that gets very nervous, but uh, I mean, so you, you said you're kind of, would you lean more excited? Are there any butterflies or anything, especially with the possibility of being on uh, NBC sports? Oh, there's definitely nerves. There's, there's always nerves uh, <laughs> walking into a fight. I mean, but I'm experienced. I've done this, you know, this will be my 15th fight. So I've been there, done that. Um, I'm just excited for the challenge, excited to get back in there. And just a little bit of both. Have they told you if there's going to be a, a – I mean, it looks like they're selling tickets. Are they expecting a decent-sized crowd uh, for the event? I'm honestly not sure. I have no idea. I, I'm guessing there's going to be fans because uh, I went to Oklahoma a few months ago to corner one of my buddies – and the the crowd was sold out, so um, they just announced it's going to be at Fire Lake Arena in Shawnee, Oklahoma. So I don't see why there wouldn't be fans, especially if they're holding it at such a big arena. Um, and, and every state's different, so but I think Oklahoma is is going to have fans. Cool. So what what's the word on uh, as far as obviously with with uh, fans in attendance? You're still fighting during. Excuse me. Well, hopefully things by. I mean, it's already. It's still kind of a month away. Uh, but what do you what What do you know as far as like uh, protocols for because of the pandemic? I mean, do they tell you how early do you have to be out there? Like, how much extra time is this going to be required by you to to get ready and be make sure you're good to go for you know for the safety uh, whatever safety protocols they have to follow out there in Oklahoma. 
yeah, they, they haven't told me much yet. My manager has been the one talking to them and getting all the information, but I'm sure they'll have to get tested, obviously, when I get there. Um, but I don't think they're flying me out any earlier than the day before weigh-in. So, mm. um, yeah, as, as it gets closer, I'll know more, but uh, I'm not sure about that yet. But definitely probably going to get tested minimal. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be quarantined in Shawnee, Oklahoma for any longer than <laughs> no I, way. <laughs> I need to be. <laughs> uh, so, uh-huh. uh, you know, we've talked to you a bunch of times, so obviously we don't have the, the old school, you know, how'd you get into this kind of questions. But you had the year off. Is there anything in your game that you feel like you really tuned up? I mean, anything, you know, obviously I don't want to give away any secrets or anything, but do you feel like you sharpened your, you know, striking's all of a sudden as good as it's ever been? Or, you know, you picked up some extra jujitsu? I mean, what? Is there anything you feel like you really gained over this last year, uh, training-wise? Yeah, I mean, I've been working every aspect, obviously, and getting better. But I've really been focusing a lot more on recovery than anything. And I feel like like a lot of my fights before, I was overtraining. And, and then I wouldn't perform like I should. Still winning, but, but I feel like I would do way better if I felt better. But... Now I'm doing a lot more recovery, cryotherapy, ice baths. Nice. You know, stretching, all that stuff, massages. And I feel a lot better physically. You know, my cardiovascular endurance is better, my strength. And uh, just my mentality, just a better mentality, doing this over and over again um, more than anything. You know, that that's actually really nice to hear coming from somebody young like yourself that's just starting to start his pro career because it seems like if anything, the opposite seems to have been the the case for a lot of fighters. And then and what you just what you just put your finger on now doesn't seem to get discovered until you know they get to their late twenties, early thirties and you know, the age starts to take their toll on the joints and stuff like that. So the fact that you're doing that now, I mean I think that's a I don't know, would you say that's a testament to your extensive amateur record uh, because of how many fights you've already done before you did, took your first pro fight? Definitely. Cause um, you know, every fight you learn a little bit more and a little more and just get a little better at cutting weight, doing what you need to do, your diet, all that. Um, and yeah, as I'm getting older, I mean, I'm only 23 now, but I definitely don't feel like I did when I was 17, you know, still young, but doing this for the past 10 years definitely wears on you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely happy I'm figuring that out earlier in my career because it's all about longevity and I want to be able to do this as long as possible. And then if I'm going too hard now and break my body down, I'm, I'm not going to make it that far. I'm looking down at the card, um, you know, just for the, the main event, the guy, some of the dudes do have some fights. They have a guy listed at 10 and four fighting in the main event. So, well, really? you know, yeah, but it looks like the majority of the other fights right now – three wins is kind of thing. Christina Williams. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she, she was pretty big name in Bellator. She's actually fighting under you on the card. Um, has a win over, uh, Heather Hardy and, and some of the other top competitors in Bellator. So that's kind of interesting. Another name on there. Um, co-main event, three, three, five minute rounds, uh, full, full unified rules. No. I mean, even though it's young guns, this is, this is full pro rules, right? All, all elbows, um, pro rules. Yep. Elbows, knees to the head, <laughs> twisting leg locks, neck cranks, all that, all the good stuff. So now that you're a pro, are, you, are we going to see in Ryzen though? You want to talk about soccer kicks and stuff? Does that does that interest you at all, or is that uh, would you rather just get your get your handle in the United States? 
I mean, I'd love to soccer kick someone else. I don't know about getting soccer kicked myself. Well, though. of course. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get elbowed either, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get hit at all, but... So uh, let me ask you about uh, the president, uh, Myron Malotki. Um, he's really, I mean, one of the things he said during the last broadcast, uh, why he, because he, he mentioned how he had to argue with NBC, NBC to feature the young guns at the top of the hour on that card. And um, obviously it delivered. It was, you know, there was finishes. And, and again, Austin Bashy was one of the ones that won on that card. People were impressed with him. Um, so have you had any experiences with him? Because he seems to really, I mean, the whole, the formula of XFC, it's actually kind of unique when you look at it compared to other promotions, because obviously they have, well, you, I mean, uh, the, the Young Guns format kind of compared to like Contender Series, yeah. and they have their tournaments, and then they do featured like veteran fights, you know, for like the end of the night. So, I, I mean, uh, have you spoken with him? Have you had any experiences? I mean, has he, has he reached out to you? Because I know he really likes the younger fighters that are out coming up. Yeah, I actually haven't had a chance to talk to him. Um, my my manager Chris has been the one doing mm. all the doing all the talking for me, and I just I just train and show up on that date. But but uh, I'm sure I'll meet him when I get there, and we'll talk more about it. Again, we're talking to Mason Icobellis, uh, second pro fight, co-main event, XFC Young Guns, March 27th on NBC Sports Network. You know, I, I mean, I don't know what else you got, Ed. Uh, you know, obviously, we wish Mason the best of luck. And uh, have you been able to pick up any sponsors now that you're pro? Are you making any money? Any, Or, or at least get, are you able to uh, accept more stuff? And, you know, it, what's what's some of the fun stuff that comes with becoming a pro? Yeah, I got a CBD sponsor with Perennial. They send me a bunch of good stuff. And uh, my manager, Chris, has got me some sponsors um, oh, nice. out in Texas. He said he's going to be sending me some some money for that um yeah just a few clothing sponsors getting some some free clothes and stuff is nice and yeah i'll, I'll take what i can get i don't have many yet but i i will as i get more and more fights cool. yeah that, that's great i mean uh, the, uh I, I didn't realize that you were going on to manage for for so long um i hope uh mr lopez has a few other fighters under under his wing that that he can kind of uh, build off of just uh, I mean I mentioned a couple of other companies just because I was curious and um it it sounds like whoever, I mean I've, I haven't heard of them or or the company like you said it was new but I mean are there any other fighters that should be on our radar that 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 uh kind of under the same wing that you know about I know it's hard you know fighting's an individual sport so it's hard to know what other guys are doing because you're focused on your own craft and your own skill but I mean is there any other uh with the with the fury possibility of fighting on fury on fight pass later um, are there any other fighters that that you are kind of on your radar as far as like coming up together in the same in the new wave of uh, MMA fighters? Um, I don't know yet because they're all from Texas and I'm the only mm. one that's out here in California. But we're all I know for sure they're all up and comers like mm. with with one maybe two fights. Um, he's told me that he wants to build younger fighters and and bring them up all the way to the top. So. He doesn't. He's not working with a lot of uh, vets. Just mostly young guys with a couple fights or debuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a good move that you uh, that you signed with him. One of the other things I was looking at too is, um, you know, we keep mentioning your extensive amateur record versus your uh, opponent. I'm wondering if, how much homework uh, XFC did because, I mean, uh, I mean, not, it, there's almost like a disparity 
when you look at the experience overall between the two of you. Um, it's it's weird too. I asked about the weight because uh, you seem like a, you seem a lot bigger than your opponent, like as far as uh, mass and, and strength, muscular. You know I, mean, I mean, I hope so. I, I don't <laughs> think he looks that small. Um, yeah, he seems also- very lengthy. I think we're both the same height. It says he's mm. five three on his topology, but I don't think that's that's right. Um, I think he's like five six, my height five five maybe. But he looks pretty thick and strong. You know, he's been wrestling his whole life, so I'm sure he's going to be pretty strong. You know, I'm not underestimating him. He's definitely going to be the first person that's that's younger than me that I fought. Mm. I've never fought anyone younger than me. I'm used to being the young guy. Um, and I know how it is. Everyone that I beat up was older than me, so I'm not underestimating him at all because of his age or size. Um, I'm expecting it to be my toughest fight. Obviously, they signed him for a reason. So, yeah. um, just coming in, worrying about my skills and doing what I got to do. He asked you about people signed to your 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 agency. Um, I see Ashley Yoder picked up a last minute fight. She fights this weekend against Angela Hill. On, at the UFC event. Um, any other fighters out of Henderson's that we should keep an eye on? Anybody else have any fights lined up? Any anything? Uh, any names of any of your teammates that uh, people should keep an eye on? I don't think anyone has any fights coming up. I know uh, my buddy Jeff Creighton just got a fight in Kentucky or something for a local show over there. Um, he's really good. He's a lightweight. He's 4-1. Um, I don't know much about his opponent or anything, but no, I don't think anyone else has a fight other than me mm. and, and Jeff right now. Is it's, Fernando and, and Sam still full-on training there? Yep, full-time. See him every day. <laughs> Saw him this morning. Cool. See cool. him again uh, in about 30 minutes when I go train again. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Mason, I mean, it's super excited to to kind of see this journey get, get to this point for you. Um, I actually really like the – personally, my own opinion – the uh, XFC's first show, uh, well, it wasn't their first show. It's their, it was their 43rd. You're going to be on their 44th technically. Um, but I, I think the way that they're doing things over there, you're probably going to be really pleased with it. Um, and it's really nice to see you kind of uh, come into your own uh, as an old man to a younger man. I, I, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Uh, I'll, I'll coverage, just following along as a fan and everything. And uh, I, I wish you nothing but the best, man, wherever you wind up uh, fighting at, on this fight and afterwards. But uh, we really do appreciate you, you know, coming on the podcast. And I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm trying to say uh, kind of like an old guy, <laughs> your old uncle over here on the East Coast. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No, it's it's cool how this, uh, you know, back and forth between us is started from your one of your early fights and now you're here so it's it's awesome uh and everything i ever started a podcast this is this is why i wanted to do it um again you fight uh xfc young guns one march 27th nbc sports network co-main event mason icobellis uh big daddy mace on uh instagram is that two, uh, two g's it's just my <laughs> That's my Twitter name. Is okay. Mace, but my Instagram is just my first and last name, all lowercase, Mason Icabellis. Fans might need to Google that. Took me yeah. a while to get the last name down. But uh, <laughs> until then, fans can check us out at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins, at MMAHawk21 on Twitter and Instagram. You can always check us out at allaccessmma.com for our video podcast. 
Follow Ed at Carbazol on Twitter, Carbeerzol on Instagram, Old Head Carb on Twitch, and whatever the heck he has on Periscope. I can't figure <laughs> that one out, so <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anybody who listens, anybody who's following our show, thank you. Uh, until next weekend. All right, best, cool. of, best of luck, Mason. Kick some ass. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Talk soon. All right. Hey guys, Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you'd like to help us out and donate, uh, the support links are in any of the uh, podcast descriptions and some the links are also provided on our YouTube channel, The Blogboard Jungle. Um, thanks again for listening. And if you give us some support, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast, maybe... Uh, bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again.